Hey guys and welcome back to yet another episode and I have something a little bit special for you today. I have my amazing girl, Kaylee, with me who has been training solid with me in Australia since we landed for the past six months. Um, so we'll have some unique insights into our training and we're going to briefly mention a few parts of the confidence continuum which I know a lot of you guys are interested in. I have mentioned it quite a bit. So let's get into it. So the big question is this. How do you, in our modern society, rise above the pressures of social media to feel sexy and empowered every day? That is the question. This podcast is the answer. No fads, no fiction. Let's get sexy. So, Kelly. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is actually really weird. I've wanted to pick up, not I wanted to be on a podcast. Um, for a while, I always listen. To, I've just been listening to Pretty Little Things. One like, oh my god, I really want to be on a podcast. Uh, but you didn't. <laughs> it's just bang. It's my just li- <laughs> my little podcast. <laughs> no, I'm absolutely <laughs> thrilled to be on your podcast, Andy. So, Kelly, I think uh, it's weird to call you by your name. <laughs> um, I think a lot of the people listening would like to know a bit of a background as to you and your training because you were training well before me, quite well actually. I must admit. Well, thank you. <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit more about how you've been training, uh, how that's developed over the years, how you started, your story. Yeah, okay. So um, I started when I was, I would say, 15. I'd go to the gym with my dad and he would absolutely destroy me. So um, it was mostly arms. I never did legs back then. It was always arms. And I remember my arms, you can't see me, but my arms were stuck at like what would you say that is a 90 degree angle <laughs> yeah so a 90 degree angle and I'd be walking around um like with both my arms at 90 degrees and I couldn't even open the cupboard doors or anything oh my god I couldn't lock out my biceps it was horrible that's why we say isn't it like pain the next day isn't necessarily the best thing <laughs> <laughs> um and that's kind of how I got into it because my dad as you know is mad into fitness yeah. and has been since I was little um, but then when I was 16 and I went to college, the college had a gym and I would go there after um, my classes and I would just kind of be a bit of a cardio bunny. Um, so I'd go oh, on like... Oh yeah, one of them. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was weird back then because there wasn't like, you didn't have much access to programs and you're young so you don't have like much money to spend on That's so true. You programs. haven't got the confidence, have you, to like get into that weird exactly. area and smash it. You don't know much about it. Exactly. Treadmill's easy. Yeah. So you just, you think that's what the gym is. You think, oh, okay, I'll lose a bit of weight. I'll look great. And it was funny because I remember having like um, one of those pictures of a girl with a six pack on her like, <laughs> and like those little Nike shorts and stuff. And I had it as my... Um, as my phone background for motivation and I'd go after my classes and I'd jump on the treadmill for 20 minutes and I'd go on the cross training for 20 minutes then I'd go on the rowing machine for 20 minutes and then I'd do some abs and then go home (laughs) and I did that probably for about two years we've all been there I think that's how I pretty much started as well like I I remember the same kind of thing with biceps just them being absolutely buckled (laughs) I used to train biceps until I nearly cried because I thought that's how you got better (laughs) I'm sure it's probably really different for men, like, having to just, like, pump weights and stuff. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so then when I was, I'd say, 18, I um, went to the gym and I started getting a bit more confident, shall we say, like, um, Mm. using, like, the weights and stuff. Um, I, I would say doing the classes really helped me then have a bit more of an idea of how to use weights outside of the classes. So that's such a really interesting, vital point that, like, 
a lot of people, and there's probably people listening right now, and I know I have people that follow me on Instagram and you who are shit scared of the weights area or they've got gym anxiety or something like that. Yeah. And going to the classes is such a good way. To- oh, it's amazing. That's what I say to everyone like who asks me for advice. Like, go to some of the classes first. Go and do body pump. Go and do... Oh, what was that one that was like super intense? Do you remember? Oh, it's insanity, like, I think. Insanity. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, that was such a. Because they're a bit of a fad, aren't they, in a lot yeah. of ways? But like, they are a really good way to meet people, is, to learn yeah. things. Insanity just, was like, yeah. as a beginner, and insanity, I remember doing it and think, and like nearly vomiting. And from oh, there. it was exactly the same. <laughs> but I've just remembered I've missed out a crucial point of my fitness journey. So um, before the gym, and the, at the step after going with my dad, I bought Davina McCoy's DVD oh my God, workout. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I got like five of my friends on that Davina DVD workout. It used to be huge, didn't it? Yeah. I had my neighbor doing it and like I'd go around to her house and like um, <laughs> we'd be doing like Davina DVD and stuff. And um, she'd say like, oh, if you don't have weights, grab like baked beans and stuff. So oh my just, God. I was there in my living room with my baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what no matter where you start it is like people should look at it as a fitness journey and it's mm. it's really nice to talk about this now and re- reminisce and like where i started and where yeah you know it's funny that did you have like when you were starting to get into it did you were you by after your dad of course were you by yourself because i was really lucky and I, I had my best mate, Ali, and like we we just kind of floated through it. So we could bounce off. If one person wasn't feeling it, yeah. or you were a bit scared to go into the weights room because you felt too skinny or something like that, which is a bloke as an issue. Yeah. Um, I always had Ali there to be like, nah, let's just do it, you know? Yeah. But like, you pretty much jumped in solo after your father, did you? Um, no, I had a friend in college who was also doing the cardio stuff with me. Ah, right. Um, and then when I got to uni and I started doing the classes, I also had a friend um, but she was very flaky, so so I think the fact that she was very flaky and I wanted to go three to five times a week and she like would maybe come once a week mm. um then kind of forced me to get used to doing it by myself, and then since then it pretty much just has been me by myself um picking up a few gym friends along yeah, the way yeah. and training with them um do you prefer training by yourself? I think before you met me, yeah. anyway, you really did, didn't you? Headphones I in. I hated training with anybody else. Yeah. Like I needed my headphones in. I needed my music that like motivated me. <laughs> and um, yeah, and I, obviously, like you know, I didn't even enjoy working out with you at the beginning because it was. Oh, you didn't, did you? Waiting for somebody, or like if you spoke to me, I'd be like, "Shut up!" Like I'm talking to my <laughs> muscles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now I absolutely love working out with you and I, I don't want to go back to working back out by myself you oh, push nice. me to be like better than I've ever mm. been before the fitness is just so much more fun for a friend isn't it a non-flaky friend yeah non-flaky. Yeah, we're not flaky at all no nah, not at all <laughs> <laughs> that was a high five yeah I wasn't slapping our ass <laughs> um, so one of the things I really wanted to touch on was um how you got over because a lot and it is still such a shame that it's a stereotype but a lot of women look at the weights area as a male dominated area mm. um and predominantly in a lot of dream gyms it still is um but was it just coming from the classes and coming at that give you the confidence or did you pick up a program or was it a friend or um okay so this is definitely um a bigger topic so 
gym anxiety is what I now refer to it as, but mm. I didn't know what it was back then. Mm. Um, I would have called it intimidation. Now, I don't know, they don't really do it in gyms that much anymore, but I don't know if you remember, um, years ago, there used to be a female section. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're rare now, they're aren't they? They're so rare now. And I think that the, the fact that there was female sections just goes to show how many women really didn't want to go over to mm. those free weight sections where, you know, all the big men with the... I'm really stereotyping, like, stereo... What's the word? <laughs> stereotyping. Stereotyping yeah. right now. Um, where the men, like, you know, had all big muscles and veins and... Yeah, juiced bold, up, steroids. Yeah, and it's grunts you and you'd be like oh, I don't know what I'm doing that's it yeah they got because st- because it was such a male orientated area I think once a f- if a female came in it was like a bunch of lines yeah. to pray wasn't it it was like what yeah what, what's that <laughs> tight leggings what <laughs> yeah it really was so so yeah so I had that gym anxiety and um it wasn't actually until last year 2018 that I Shit. actually overcome it okay so just because I was doing it doesn't mean that I wasn't freaking out inside my head. Yeah. Yes, I was going to the free weight section. Yes, I was doing the weights and doing my workouts amongst all these men and in those sections. However, I was still in my head going, oh my God, he's staring at me. Oh my God, like, <laughs> I d- I'm a, do I look stupid? Am I doing it right? Or, oh, yeah. oh, and the, like, thing, the thing is, when people are looking at you in the gym, it is typically because they're either A, attracted to you, or B, interested in what you're doing. Yeah. And if they're B, interested in what you're doing, they probably aren't working hard enough. Exactly. So are probably being yeah. judged themselves. Yeah. Like, or, or like coming from a point of their own pain. Yeah. Very, very rarely are people looking and laughing. Yeah, And it's definitely. very noticeable which people those are. Because yeah. it's usually a group of, you know, dickhead lads who are little pretty boys and they're just they're on their phones when they're doing the leg press and stuff like yeah. that. And Nobody has respect for them. No, definitely not. Um, and I think that brings me to another point as well where, um, you know, when I was working out by myself, I'd be that much in my head and in the zone, getting my workouts and not bothered about anyone else. I got a name in um, Easy Gym last year where I trained um, as kind of just being a bit rude. So like, <laughs> but not rude per se, but like, um, my friend, two of my guy friends would be like, I said hello to you three times today and you just walked straight past me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, Tom, I didn't even see you. I'm sorry, I'm just in my... Are you allowed to name names? I've avoided yeah, yeah, names up fine, until now. That's fine, that's But like, um, you know, and I'd just walk straight past them and not even see them because I was like that much in the zone, uh, which is, you know, crazy considering back in the day I used to really be like oh my god are they looking are they staring and oh that's man because i think until you get used to working out those movements are very weird to someone that don't regularly do the movements okay so take for example the squat you just kind of sitting down in like a going to the toilet motion yeah you know it's one of the best ways to teach women interestingly enough is it ah yeah (laughs) very often there if if a woman if i've had a woman female client and they've really struggled for squat i've just been like pretend you're on a night out (laughs) <laughs> and you don't want to sit on the pissy lid of the toilet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And th- yeah, that's crazy. But it's just, I don't know, it's weird movements to get mm. your head around until you are completely fine with them and consistent in your training and become used to them. Yeah. You are going to feel And it's all just weird. a work in progress, isn't it? Like, yeah. it really is. Um, so we just want to briefly talk about, because I've introduced Kaylee to uh, the confidence continuum that I've had um, for some time now. 
Uh, it's been refined as of late. Uh, and the, the idea, you've probably heard this in the previous episodes that I've had out, the confidence continuum is essentially about finding balance in your life. So there's different elements to it. There's a financial element to it, there's an emotional element, a physical element, um, and a social element. And finding balance in all those different areas of your life will ultimately lead you to feel confident and empowered. Um, so for example, if you were to aggressively pursue a physical goal, but like I did competing, yeah. and sacrifice financial and social because it's fucking expensive, <laughs> then you're not really going to feel happy when you've achieved your physical goal. Um, but there's always an element of that. There's always one specific element of it, of the continuum that you get your, you feel most powerful with. So really what we're asking here is what makes you feel powerful? What makes you feel confident on a daily basis? Where do you get your confidence? Oh, okay. Um, well, firstly, I just want to say like, I'm not kissing his ass right now because he's my boyfriend. (laughs) I've led you into a good question here. I'll I'll be doing that first. I don't know, I'll be doing that later. <laughs> but um, I have been like following different types of gym programs since I was 18. I'm 25 now. That's a lot of gym programs. Um, all worth the money, by the way. But SI60, since doing this program, the fact that you have the confidence continuum as part of it, I really enjoy that part of training and and looking at it from a different perspective as just working out. Oh, so, you're plugging me. Oh. I am plugging you, but I do, I do genuinely like really like it. And I think that more programs should have that confidence section yeah. where you're exploring all the, the physical and the sexual and all the different parts of what fitness can do for you. I'm glad you said that. I'm, I'm not proud finished with my plug. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, no, I forgot what I was going to say now. Um, but what, what was the question that you said? Where do you, you get your confidence from? Oh, I've just remembered what I was going to say. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've just listened to your podcast. Um, you've just done on the confidence continuum. Um, and I was, I was getting my nails done and I was listening to it and I was just like, this is so important and more people need to realise this. So, well done. It was really, really good <laughs> podcast. So what was the question? <laughs> Where do you get your confidence from? Is it like your, your physical aspect? Do you feel more confident when you look in the mirror and you like what you see? Is it from a financial aspect? Like, because you can take this away from fitness. Is yeah. it emotionally, do you feel strong and that's where you get your power? Um, okay, so this, this might sound really, really silly. But I'm going to start with saying, so I've always been confident and I don't know why. I'm just very confident but yeah. I think it always that's one of the most attractive things that I found about you that you're just straight away balls to the wall this is me <laughs> yeah um so I'm gonna argue that I was kind of born like that mm. way but ultimately there's this voice in the back of my head no matter what actually I've got some really good wisdom <laughs> for you guys right now Hit us. but um so do you remember the saying years ago YOLO Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) Okay, you only live once, but for some reason that really sat with me at a young age. Mm. Like, you only live once. Maybe I started realising that death was real for the first time. I used to get a sense of mortality. Yeah, (laughs) and I I started living my life. Like, so whenever I have like a situation or something, I think, or I have to give a presentation or I have to be confident, then I always think to myself, 
I only live once, so I'm going to be the best version of myself that I can possibly be. Mm. Um, That's so good, man. And again, one of the most attractive things about you, because you'll always kind of like set up, like it was almost a meme, wasn't it? And it was made a meme so quick that people just disregarded it. Yeah, thought, so it's kind it's of like... It's just a, oh yeah. God, he says YOLO. But it's so, you could live your life by that. By YOLO? Couldn't like, you? I literally love YOLO. Like, yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. Oh, I feel so God. much closer to you now. <laughs> Like, people used to throw it around willy-nilly. Used to, like, oh, she'll go out for a few drinks. Yeah, yeah you're yolo, alone. yeah. Like, you know, and, and it really sat with me for a different reason. Now, another thing, this is mostly for the ladies, but, you know, guys, if you want to use this as well, that's fine. But in my old job, I used to have to do a lot of presentations. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my gosh, I was so scared, nervous, trembling, like... And I'm, I'm confident. I know what I'm saying. I know everything. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I struggled. Um, so, there's a Britney Spears song. <laughs> and it's called Circus. And there's um, this... Th- these sentences that she's saying is... And it sticks with me so well. So, I'm not going to sing it, I'm Aww. afraid. <laughs> but I will say it. So, she says... There's only two types of people in this world... The ones that entertain and the ones that observe. Well, baby, I'm a put on a show kind of girl. Don't take the back, don't like the back seat. Got to be first. I like that. That first line in particular yeah. is really powerful, isn't it? There's only two sets of people. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> the ones that entertain and the ones that observe. But yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. that really sits with me as well. I'm like, yeah baby i'm a put on a show kind of girl i'm gonna take the back seat it's powerful Um, that i think when you make it as black and white as you're either going to take advantage of this one amazing life or you're not yeah i don't want to take the back seat i don't want to observe i want to be like britney spears i can do this and I i think coming back to fitness um the confidence element really does come for me personally, um, the physical side of things. Yeah. So results breed results. Mm-hmm. So when I look in the mirror and I see results, yeah, I'm like, oh, I want more of this. Like I've got my first abs coming through. I want my second abs coming yeah, through. Yeah. And then I see my biceps, and I'm like, oh, I want my triceps. And um, it's good, isn't it? And I, I think it, you can take a lot more from a physical transformation because yeah. normally you'd have to sacrifice a lot in your social life to pursue that much. But because we train together. Exactly. You're saving some of your social life. You know, yeah, training exactly. with friends. I, I've said this already in this podcast, but training with friends can really, really help. And bring you together as well. Like, we bond over the gym. Oh, my now. God. Yeah, that's why Ali, back in the UK, is my best mate because we train together. It's like, yeah. it's like almost like an... It's strange, isn't it? It's almost like a, an unspoken bond. bond. Like, <laughs> a, a, mate, a, a mate you don't train with and never be as close as... Exactly. <laughs> it's strange, isn't it? Um, that's great, fantastic. So I hope hopefully that helps you guys um, to understand where you can get your confidence from and how to nurture it. Um, what you also might be interested in is that uh, Kaylee at the moment um, is doing a high protein, uh, low calorie diet. So she's on two point four grams of protein around about, isn't it? Yeah. Um, of of protein every day, which is hard, isn't it? It's really hard. Like. <laughs> um, and then a calorie deficit. The the premise behind that being fat loss plus maintenance and development of lean tissue. So yeah. we're still gaining and maintaining muscle whilst simultaneously losing fat. It's one of the hardest things to do. Um, so why don't you just briefly tell us how you how you're finding that? Um. Okay. So I'm finding it 
easier than I anticipated. So, and I anticipated it to be really hard because Andy forced me to have more calories as a feeder girl. <laughs> feeder. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But I had to up my calories to begin with to um, put on muscle and to put on a bit of weight because my goal was to build a booty in the gym. Um, and that was a great thing as well because we then created um, Juicy Booty, a fitness program, eight weeks designed for your lower body. Um, shameless was, plug. <laughs> it was a really fun program. You can download that on my website, guys, if you want. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, I was so used to that many calories when I was to go into a calorie deficit and lower them significantly, I thought it was going to be really moody. I thought that I was going to mm. find it really difficult. However, because of the high protein, um, I found it significantly easier mm. than I thought I would have. And that's because, God, I hate to sound like one of these like fitness people where it's like, it keeps you fuller for longer. <laughs> but... Um, you know, genuinely having more protein, I'm satisfied for a lot longer yeah. and I'm not looking in the cupboard for that sugar rush or for that. Yeah, it's um, so important. I mean, it's a lot of people completely overlook protein. I can't say it enough to people yeah. just how important it is, but the, the, the satiety, satiety, satiety? Society. What? Satiety. I didn't know you could say that. Satiety properties of, uh, of protein. So how oh, you're much, not saying society. No, no. <laughs> How much it satisfies you um, can't be under, understated. Like it, it's um, it, it's fantastic for just helping you feel fuller for longer. And yeah. th- there's there's you know there's no arguing with what it can do for your muscle mass. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's no point losing the fat, right? If all you've got underneath that is, you know, like nothing, and, and you're it just com- skinny yeah, fat. It, it comes. Yeah, you no know one wants to be skinny yeah, fat, yeah. but like it comes down to the confidence continuum again because. Um, and I forgot my point. <laughs> it comes down to the confidence continuum because if you are in a calorie deficit and you're going to be moody, what's the point? Like, you want to enjoy your life. Oh, my God, so much, man. Like, I've told you this before, um, but, like, it, every time I've went in, like, a severe calorie deficit... You're moody. I am a twat. I am such a twat. What are we like even when we're hungry because we've missed a meal in a day? Imagine, yeah. like, me doing that yeah. for a week or something. To be fair, you have noticed a little increase in my mood, slightly. Like, obviously, you came back the other day from work, and yeah. I was like, you, you were like, your energy's off, and I was like, yeah, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't eaten. Like, you know, I think we can both tell when we haven't had a meal. Definitely. Uh, and the thing with um, your diet is if that starts to become more prevalent, all we'll do is we'll give you spaced out meals so instead of having three meals a day we'll give you four so you you know yeah. you, you always have the opportunity to chew yeah um, and, and another thing as well guys is um just because i'm in a calorie deficit don't think that i'm not eating a cho- any chocolate or anything i've just chomped a galaxy bar <laughs> i've just made sure that that is within my calorie deficit so to put it into perspective i'm having 1200 calories a day except for when i'm on my period it's a little bit more but um, I will make sure that that chocolate bar um, is in within those calories, mm. and you know perhaps I'll have a little bit less for dinner. Yeah. Because I love chocolate, and I can't go a day without it. Quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd seen our face there, guys. <laughs> it's just like I will not go without it. <laughs> um, it's so important that you can essentially, even in a fat loss goal, eat what you want. 
But you know, yeah. you've got two sides. You've got food that is healthy, nutritious, and good for you, and that is great. Have as much of that as you possibly can because oh, that's good so for like you feel better for it. It's longevity of life. It's you know anti-disease yeah. shit like that. It's all really important. But on the flip side, that is going to be just as effective as really shit junk food yeah. for losing weight so long as you're in that calorie deficit and you're prioritizing protein i mean whatever works for you is my advice so mm. like if you need to be in a calorie deficit for weight loss yeah and burgers and buns that makes it easier do absolutely it, right? like whatever works for you as long as you are getting nutrients for yeah. the majority <laughs> of your meals you know so let's think about this how many meals do you have a, a week you know, I'm very bad at maths and I'm going to freak out right now. <laughs> like, I can't answer this. But let's say, let's say, for example, to keep the maths out of it, you have 10 meals a week. Now, I know you have more than that, but... So, 10 meals. Now, hopefully, six, seven of those, eight, are going to be, like, very nutritious. You've got your protein, you've got your carbs, you've got your mm-hmm. fats, and really all-round nice meals, which is how we eat. Yeah. But then afterwards, if you're oh yeah I'm gonna sit down and watch Love Island or oh I'm watching a (laughs) Disney film or something and I could proper go and dip this galaxy bar into a cup of tea Uh or you know don't feel guilty for it right don't feel guilty like eat that just include it into your that's it and it's so important to be tracking like that because if you're not tracking then you don't get the luxury of doing that. Yeah. Because you've got no idea what's well, coming exactly. in. Well, yeah. exactly. Don't be guessing. That's how people put exactly. on weight. Exactly. And lose That's such weight. a good point. Like, such my fitness point. pal should be your pal. Yeah. Like, that should be your best pal. All right. Um, so, we've covered quite a bit there. A little bit on the con- confidence continuum, a little bit on what Kaylee's doing now with her diet. If you are obviously pursuing a calorie deficit, hopefully you can implement some of that in your own training. Um, but yeah have a good think guys about where you get your confidence from um, and you know if you're if you're stuck for thought it's probably because you're going wrong in a lot of different areas of your life right um, I would say my advice is to really um, look at your confidence continuum sit down with a pen and paper like mm-hmm. I did and just write down all the sections so physical etc financial etc 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 um and then just write down you know where you could improve and what you are already confident with Mm -hmm. and then that way you can actually look at what you need to improve exactly Uh, and if you do want to access confidence continuum guys i'm going to make it available to the public for uh, the week starting from when this uh, podcast goes live so you've got a week from whatever date is on this podcast to take advantage of it (laughs) head over to my website before it becomes um, private again for, for members. You can find it in the members section um, underneath Empower, um, which is one of the three components of the SS60 program. So thank you, Kaylee, for joining me on this podcast. No, Andy, thank you. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I'm saying that as if I'm not about to spend the rest of the night with you. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, If you did take something from it, please implement it. And if you wouldn't mind, take a screenshot of this podcast, share it on your Instagram or wherever else. I really appreciate it. Um, Give me a subscribe. Give him a subscribe. (laughs) And five stars if you, like I always uh, really want that slap on the arse next time I see you. (laughs) As ever, guys, stay sexy. Stay sexy. (laughs) Terrible Geordie accent. (laughs) So the big question is this, 
How do you, in our modern society, rise above the pressures of social media to feel sexy and empowered every day? That is the question. This podcast is the answer. No fads, no fiction. Let's get sexy.